In today's show, I'm looking ahead to week nine in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today, as I said, we are going through week nine in the NBA, streaming for daily changes leagues, weekly league strategies, players to start, players to sit. Let's talk about it straight away. Week nine, 19 teams play four games, 10 teams play three games, and one poor uh, group of bastards, the Dallas Mavericks, they play just the two games. So Dallas plays two, the following teams play three, Portland, Indiana, the Lakers, the Suns, the Cavs, the Wizards, the Spurs, the Hornets, the Magic, and the Jazz all have just three games this week. Vast majority of teams playing four games, meaning those uh, you know, mid-round three-game players versus back-end four-game players is going to be a harder discussion this week when you have the majority of people playing four games. Um, you do have to make some of those four versus three discussions, whereas if it was 10 teams playing four and the majority playing three, you wouldn't have as many of those uh, sort of decisions that you need to make. So that's how the week plans out in terms of games played. Of course, for the Dallas uh, Mavericks, the only player uh, that is a guarantee start in every league is Doncic. I would say that you would start Porzingis in most, but in a 10-team league, I am not sure. When you've got 19 teams playing four games, I think getting four games out of Kevin Herter, I think getting four games out of Kali Olenek, Stephen Adams, maybe Jay Sean Tate, it might be worth more than two games. It's double the games. It might be worth two games of uh, worth more than two games of Kristaps Porzingis. The schedule looks as follows: seven games on Monday, seven games on Tuesday, twelve games on Wednesday. What a chunky boy that is! Three games on Thursday, ten on Friday, seven on Saturday, and eight on Sunday. So we've got five pretty clear streaming target days: Monday, Tuesday. Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. They are the days in a daily changes league that we are looking to target because they are low volume days. So when you add a player off the waiver wire on those particular days, then we will get them into our active lineup. Weekly changes leagues, the amount of games that a team plays is important. Daily changes leagues, it's a combination of the amount of games that a team plays, but also what day those teams play that becomes um, that becomes super important for this uh, for this upcoming week. So that is something again to uh, to remember and be uh, be attentive to when we're looking at the the value and, and what we're doing with pickups. It's not just about volume of games in daily changes leagues. So who are we streaming? Who's got the best stream strategy for this week? While the Sacramento Kings play four games, the Brooklyn Nets play four games, 
all four of those games are on low volume days. So last week we looked at the Rockets, we looked at the Warriors. This week we're looking at the Kings. Now, the streamable players on the Kings aren't necessarily as evident as what they are on some of those other teams because Fox and Halliburton and Holmes and Heald and Barnes, they're already rostered. And Bagley's terrible and Whiteside's terrible and Glenn Robinson's not good and Corey Joseph isn't good. So those players who you might look to stream in, their value is going to be limited. Now, I would still be looking to stream in Bagley on those days. Um, you could look to look at Corey Joseph. The deeper leagues, Daquan Jeffries absolutely is going to be a streamer. I think he's going to be actually pretty good. And I think he might have a uh, rotation role. Hassan Whiteside also is going to be someone to look at. The world. So it's just depending on who, who's available on that day. But there is Kings players there that if you add one of them at the start of the week in a daily changes league, you will get definite four games out of that one acquisition. And the same goes for the Nets. Now, Kevin Durant's returning. We don't know how long DeAndre Jordan's going to be out, but we're looking at Jeff Green as probably the number one option there. You could look at um, Bruce Brown. You could look at Timotei Lawawu Cabrero. But the Nets are just so highly concentrated up that top end that I'm not sure here. Yeah, Harris is rostered. Harden, Irving, Durant, obviously all rostered. Yeah, Jordan would become a stream guy because he's not a must-roster player on those four days that they play. Um, and, and same goes with Green, who is not a must-roster player at the moment either. But they're the guys we're looking at. These next five teams all play three quality games for the week. The Bucks, three of their four games. The Raptors, three of their four games. The Knicks, three of their four games. The Miami Heat, three of their four games, and the Los Angeles Lakers, three of their four games, all come on the, actually the Lakers, sorry, all three of their games come on the low volume days. So, you know, we've got some value in streaming guys like Bryn Forbes, like, um, well, the Raptors are a little bit harder. Maybe it's Aaron Baines, um, the Knicks, Derek Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, the Miami Heat, Kali Olenek, who probably should be rostered this week anyway. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, the Lakers, you're looking at KCP, maybe you're looking at Wes Matthews in deeper formats, maybe it's the future MVP, Kyle Kuzma, maybe it's Mark Gasol. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, so they're, they're the teams that we're looking at in terms of streaming there. Back-to-backs, important to note because we can get sometimes two games out of one acquisition or we're going to have teams that are going to rest or perhaps be less effective in the second game of a back-to-back. Now, when I look at back-to-backs, I like to look at back-to-backs leading into the week and back-to-backs exiting the week as well. I think that's important to be able to note. So these these teams have two back-to-backs in this Sunday to Monday period. The Thunder, the Grizzlies, the Suns, and the Kings. They They both have two back-to-backs heading into the week. Now, the Thunder, uh, with their two back-to-backs, it's a Tuesday-Wednesday, and then they have one Sunday-Monday to end the week. So that Sunday-Monday one's probably not going to impact because the Monday will be in the following week. Um, The Grizzlies, they're Tuesday-Wednesday and Friday-Saturday, so they've got two back-to-backs during the actual week. The Suns have Tuesday-Wednesday as well. Sorry, no, I was looking at the wrong list. They've got Friday-Saturday as well. They're the Suns. Um, with their two back-to-backs, and um, the Kings, where are the Kings in their back-to-backs? They've got Sunday-Monday, and they've got Saturday-Sunday as a uh, as a back-to-back combination there as well. So, um, in terms of resting 
and teams that are going to rest. Al Horford for the Thunder. Now, they do have two back-to-backs, but one of them will probably bleed into next week. So we're going to see Horford sit a game. The Rockets have a back-to-back, so Oladipo and Wall are going to sit games. The Spurs have a back-to-back, so Maximum Derek White is going to sit a game. Maximum Derek. The Celtics have a back-to-back, so Kemba Walker is out. And uh, the the Wizards have a back-to-back, so Russell Westbrook is going to sit a game as well. Let's look at how we can stream through on back-to-backs. Now, there is that uh, Sunday-Monday streamability that we can look at. So if your matchup, or if you're looking for someone to add for Sunday to win your matchup and then also have them at a no acquisition cost for Monday, the Sunday-Monday teams are the Kings. Uh, we have the Clippers with a Sunday Monday. We have the Wizards with a Sunday Monday, and we have the Cavs with a Sunday Monday. But just be aware again that Wizards Sunday Monday, meaning you're going to have Westbrook sitting out that Monday game most likely. But they're the teams that you can add someone for Sunday and then get that bonus game on Monday. The Monday Tuesday back to back. The only team that has that back-to-back is the Brooklyn Nets. And we talked about them already having one of the best stream schedules for the week. So they have that early early week back-to-back. So you've got your Jeff Greens and DeAndre Jordans in that spot. Tuesday, Thursday is not a real back-to-back, but with 12-game sandwiching on Wednesday, if you add a player on Tuesday, you won't need his roster spot on Wednesday. So then you can use him again on Thursday. We're looking at the Bucks, the Raptors, the Lakers, and the Nets who have that combination. The the same goes for the Thursday-Saturday combination. The Lakers have that, the Kings have that, and the Miami Heat have that. So you add one of those players on Thursday, and you get them to play Thursday and Saturday. And then this week, we do have some weekend back-to-backs, which is not something we usually have. Saturday-Sunday back-to-backs, two teams have got that. The Sacramento Kings and the New York Knicks, add them for Saturday and get them there for Sunday as well. In weekly leagues, players that will be on your wire that you might be able to add and actually start them for this week. Tomas Sadoransky, big minutes last game. I don't know if that'll continue, but he's worth having a look with the Bulls having four games. Juan Toscano-Anderson with Looney and Wiseman out for probably the whole week. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, who's playing well, and there's a back-to-back, so he's going to get big numbers or big bigger numbers on two of the games during the week. And then Bryn Forbes, who I don't like from a fantasy perspective at all. But in terms of just someone you can add in to get threes with Drew Holiday out all week, four games for the Bucks, all four games are at home, and I believe the matchups are pretty tasty as well there. They've got two Raptors games, a Thunder and a Kings game, but Raptors games have been pretty good for opponents in terms of generating fantasy numbers. So if we're looking at guys that we can add in weekly leagues, these are names who are available and might be worth looking at because they might actually get into your best 10 players for this week. Let's have a look at points league players we can add. Josh Jackson, I think, should be rostered anyway. Dylan Brooks is actually available in over 50% of Yahoo leagues. Now, I'm not a big Dylan Brooks fan, as you may have gathered. But in a points league, um, and with the current injuries uh, with the Grizzlies, he's a clear guy that needs to be rostered this week. Sadoransky, I already mentioned, and Kelly Olynyk, someone I touched on earlier. Four games for the Heat this week. He's played 31 minutes in two consecutive games, and when he's playing like that, you add him, and let's just figure out what's going to happen after that. Let's have a look at players uh, that we can sit. Get that garbage out of here! Just a quick reminder, James Wiseman's not going to be here this week. He is still rostered in far too many leagues, but if he's on your roster, sit him on the bench. Same with Drew Holiday, who is going to be out, you would assume, all week for COVID. I wouldn't take that risk of starting him. I've got Tim Hardaway there, but it's basically just a placeholder for Mavericks players. Josh Richardson, Muxy Kleber, Willie Cauley-Stein... Um, 
Dorian Finney-Smith in deeper leagues, like any of, and you can even include Porzingis in that mix as well. But any of those Mavericks players with just two games, it's very hard to play them. And then Derek White. The Spurs only have three games this week. He's going to sit one of them. So that's a two-game week for maximum Derek. So he is clearly a sit to me. In points leagues, the same story with the uh, Mavericks players. I think a couple of Jazz guys, they've only got three games. Boyan Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson, they're probably players to sit. And Devontae Graham for the Charlotte Hornets. Not playing that well, not a good points league player, and only three games for him there also. For deep leagues, these are players who are rostered in under 10% of advanced leagues. Garrett Temple, Patrick Beverly, Billy Hernan Gomez, and Jaden McDaniels are guys that I think you can add in 14-team leagues. Um, and might be able to have value for this week. That is Jaden McDaniels of the Timberwolves, not Jalen McDaniels of the Hornets, who has been called back up from the G League bubble to help fill their fill their hole. Where's my button? Giggity! Um, with the absence of Paul Washington at the moment. So Temple, Beverly, Hernan Gomez, that's the Pelicans' Hernan Gomez, and the Timberwolves' McDaniels. They're guys in deeper leagues you can have a look at that might be of use to you this week. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Give me a thumbs up, leave a comment down below, hit the notification bell, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. See ya.